You're listening to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. Welcome to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast, where we discuss hot topics in the sports landscape. I am your host for this evening, Alan, and I got Evan and Phil with me. And we're going to talk about the NFL because, you know, this has almost been the most interesting, exciting, surprising NFL offseason that I've ever seen in my lifetime. But first, we're going to talk about Tyreek Hill. Yeah, Tyreek Hill was traded to Miami. He was traded for a first round pick, a second round pick, a fourth round pick of this year, plus a fourth and sixth round pick for next year's draft. Now, we all know, like, when we think of Tyreek Hill, there's Patrick Mahomes, and we don't have that same explosive offense anymore. So the real thought process is, will Patrick Mahomes miss Tyreek more, or will Tyreek, did I say that backwards? But you get the point. Will Tyreek miss Patrick Mahomes more than the other way around? So what do we think? Because I think it's a very complication or a complicated situation. It's not that complicated. I remember this is the story when I was a kid. And this is before my wife. Story and I'm not going to devour, devour all the information. But a girl, one of my true first girl I really cared about. First girl I felt that I really loved, and we broke up. It was my fault. I was young and dumb, and I thought at the time, you know, I didn't need her, I didn't want her, and didn't need to be with her anymore. And then one day I showed up at McDonald's, and guess who I saw? I saw her face. And this fool thought that I was going to show up at McDonald's with a, a vest with no shirt and try to woo her back to me. <laughs> yes, and that's what I thought. And, and and years later, we're still friends, but years later, come to find out, she missed me as I missed her, but we never communicated. And this is going to be the same situation. I won because I married the girl, the girl I always wanted to be with, and my wife, I'm good. But, you know, when you're teenagers, you think this is woo, boo, hoo, wah, wah. But as the NFL goes in the season, Tyreek is going to miss Pat Mahomes, and Mahomes is going to miss Tyreek. They needed each other to work well t- together. When <laughs> Tyreek runs and sprint 30 yards and burn his man, and then his quarterback can't get the ball <laughs> down there, where he has to probably run back 20 yards to get that ball, he's going to be frustrated. When Pat Mahomes just throws it up there and says, ah, forget it. Tyreek is out there, and he, and he allows the ball to release from his hand, and he's going to be like, no. And they run it back for a touchdown. Or when he throw a little snap pattern, which is aimed for five yards, turn to 30 yards, and back to reality, it's going to be back to five yards or negative five yards. They're going to miss each other. They'll work better hand in hand. Their skill set was built for one another. The speed and ability to spread the spread the um the field, just the speed alone, dragging one or two um defenders, allowing the, the line to show up one-on-one. And to you know, even if um if um Reed was smart enough, run the ball a little more. But 
He didn't, you know him, you know Reed. He loved flinging that ball. So, like I, like I was stating, I was digress. They're gonna miss each other. This is a a team effort that's needed. They're gonna write each other love letters. They're gonna miss each other the over the years. He's gonna try to show up McDonald's with a vest and his chest burn out to try to woo each other back. Unfortunately, this is a, a breakup that never needed to happen. I think that um, Kyra Kill is going to miss Patrick Mahomes more, mainly because um, Patrick Mahomes can use a lot of different um, quarterback, excuse me, a lot of different wide receivers. Um, but Tyree Kill is going to learn that Tua isn't Patrick Mahomes. And when you play with one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the position from a skill perspective, um, it's, it's a going to be a difficult transition. Now, um, I definitely think that, that as Phil said, uh, Mahomes will miss Tyreek, but I think Tyreek is going to miss Mahomes more. Uh, and I think the offense is going to run just a little bit differently. Right. Um, I think you, he's going to have to get his, his, the ball a lot more on shorter routes uh, as opposed to um, on uh, plays over the top. And then in addition, I think an issue you're going to face uh, with your team is Mahomes had the ability to extend plays. And that created more opportunity for Tyreek Tari- Hill. You can extend plays and Tyreek Hill has more time to get open. Tua's not going to have, have that same luxury. So uh, Tyreek's going to miss being Kansas City. Andy Reid's going to miss having Tyreek Hill. And shame on the Chiefs for not paying this man um, and choosing to trade him instead. Yeah, I mean... I would say Tyreek would would miss Pat just a little bit more. Some people would say, well, it's going to be the opposite because Tyreek was effective even with the Alex Smith. Well, what's their new head coach's name? His name is Michael. Mike was his last name. Yeah, Mike McDaniels. I almost wanted to say Mike Jones, but I just knew that wasn't it. Um, but yeah, he's, he's a, he's an interesting coordinator from, from San Francisco. So we're going to see, we're going to see what that looks like. But I do think that ultimately when you mentioned Evan, that's the first thing that I thought of, like Tua, is he mobile? A little, like he's not Patrick Mahomes mobile. He's not Deshaun Watson mobile. He's not. He's not even Aaron Aaron Rodgers mobile. mobile. He's not Aaron Rodgers mobile. Like, like if I want to be honest, he's barely above Tom Brady mobile. I mean, that's 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 the way that's the way I look at it. And then when you have like those those different opportunities to where you can have those explosive plays, I think he'll still have explosive explosive plays because pretty much their whole wide receiver group is nothing but a whole bunch of speed guys. So when you got Jalen Waddle, him, and then you got uh was it Mohurst or I can't remember his, his name, but it starts with an M. You have him coming out the backfield. You pretty much have guys who are speed guys that are your wide receivers. I mean, he may have, I would expect him to have success, but it's not gonna be the same kind of success. You know what I mean? And ultimately, like with Patrick Mahomes, like Patrick Mahomes had to learn last year 
when they were going through their struggles, I got to be patient. I got to be patient. I got to take what they give me. I got to take what they give me. And Tua is a, I'm going to take what they give me type of player, but I'm not sure if he's going to be able to like always hit on all of those explosive plays. Now their line has gotten better um, from who they picked up over the course of the off season. But ultimately I do feel like with just the players that the chiefs decided to pick up a little bit over the course of this off season that I feel like they'll just be, they'll be just fine. I mean, you still got Juju and, Kelsey and uh McCall Hartman so if anything if anything they'll they'll be just fine if Andy Reid do not run the ball he's gonna find himself outside he needs to run the ball with that core he needs to run the ball I think he will I mean even even then like there's certain plays that you know that that are looked as pass plays or whatever they're just they're just substitute alternative run plays. Now screen passes, yeah, yeah, like like little things like that. Now I do think in those little situations like that, he is going to miss Tyreek because they're like situational plays to where everyone knows who's getting the ball, mm-hmm. and all it takes for Tyreek is just like to get you frozen for half a second. Now <laughs> I do think in a situation like that, they will miss him in that regard. But they're gonna miss each other. Fat. I do agree. I agree with that. But let's go ahead and transition. Uh speaking of the Chiefs, um, as we mentioned, they lost Tariq Hill and you know they got some conversation back, but you know, also their their safety, honey badger, he's still available in free agency. Uh Daniel Sorensen, he got signed by the Saints. And there's some holes on this team. And do we believe that although Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes, although you still have Travis Kelsey, and they still have Frank Clark on the defensive line, but, you know, you kind of need, like, stars in, like, other positions outside of the line. Do we feel that the Chiefs are still a contender? Listen, as long as Patrick Mahomes is on that team and Andy Reid is the coach, pass happy, light on the defense, they're always going to be contender. But the sad part is everyone in the division <laughs> is a contender. The Raiders became a, a contender. Um, Herbert and the Los Angeles Chargers are contender. And with uh, Russell Wilson, based upon the, how the team is Denver is built, they're a contender. The sad part was going to, was sad part, but exciting for us fans is going to see a bunch of these teams: the Kansas City, Los Angeles Raiders, the uh, Los Angeles, excuse me, Los Angeles Chargers, Las Vegas Raiders, and the Denver Broncos beat up on each other during the season. So. Don't don't get fooled like we did with the Cardinals beating up everybody up up front. Anyone from that division could easily come back and win the Super Bowl. So the question is really, 
had the Kansas City Chiefs come down a step where they're no longer the clear-cut favorites, I'm going to say, yes, they're not the clear-cut favorites to win the division or a, st- a step above everyone else. But can they win the Super Bowl? Yes. Can uh, Los Angeles Los Angeles um, Chargers win? Yes. Can the Las Vegas Raiders win? Yes. Could Denver Broncos win? Yes. So that is a conundrum. I don't know who's going to win, but I know they all have the ability to win. I think from a divisional perspective, they still should be the favorites to win their division. Come closer to the mic, Evan. I think from a divisional perspective, they still should be the favorites to win their division. Um, but um, I believe Cleveland got a lot better with the signing of Deshaun Watson. Um, I'll be interested to see, you know, what Cincinnati looks like um, this coming year. I mean, the AFC got better. AFC has definitely gotten better. Um, I still think they are contenders. I don't know if they are the clear-cut favorites uh, like we had come to expect over the past few years. Uh, but I think that the Chargers are – I mean, excuse me, the Chiefs are very uh, potent offense still. And we'll see, you know, how good the defense is able to play and how good of a franchise they'll be able to be. But I still think they're contenders, but they – they have a lot of competition. So are they still a contender? Yes, with three leader dots. And I just leave the leader dots because the question is, I'm, I'm really wondering what that defense is going to look like. I mean, granted, they weren't the best but if their defense can at least be average, I think they'll they'll still be who they've always been. Like offensively, I'm not really too worried about them. It's more like you lost like veteran guys, one guy being a playmaker who is pretty much the heart and soul of your defense, and then now you have to try to replace that guy. So who is going to be that guy? Now – are they the clear-cut favorites? I will say no, because like right now, I just feel like this is a situation to where it's it's like, have you ever played that that video? It's an arcade game. It's like Marvel. You have like your Marvel guys, and then like you might have like your Tekken guys. I can't, I can't remember like Marvel versus Capcom. Yeah, Marvel. Yeah, that's what I thought. Marvel. And honestly, <laughs> honestly, that's what the AFC kind of feels like. <laughs> like it, it really feels kind of like that because you got Ryu and then Akuma and all these other guys, like in this division, and then over here you got Wolverine, you got uh cyclops i mean i ain't really want to use cyclops but i mean you got kind of sort of got to use them then you have you have all these other marvel characters here and that's kind of sort of what the aoc kind of feels like right now so anyone can like really take the take take really the conference to head to the super bowl but i really believe like as long as their defense is average they'll be okay now I mean, we all we all see it. Like, look at the rest of the AFC West. You got a problem with Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs, 
Derek Carr. Then now you're looking at the Chargers, and they've gotten a lot better, especially defensively. You got Khalil Mack on one side, uh, Joey Bosa on the other. You got Duran James in the secondary, and who can come down and play in the box? You know what I mean? And their offense has always been kind of explosive. Sometimes it's been kind of wishy-washy, but ultimately I think going into this year, having another year with Brandon Saley, I believe the name is for the head coach, they'll be, they'll be just as good. And then you got Russell Wilson. You got, you finally got a quarterback over there for the Broncos and you got Jerry Judy over there and a few other good pieces. So have they taken a step back? Uh, maybe a half step back, but I don't think that that's enough to be like, oh, <laughs> we can we can just expect them to maybe be in the wild card and that's it. Well, they might be in the wild card, but I won't expect them to just bow out, especially that the way they have. But it's going to be really interesting. Like if he was just to take take a wild guess out of like the four. I know the draft hasn't happened yet. That's about a month away. But if he was just to to guess who would miss out on the playoffs in this division, just assuming that three teams will make it in, who do you think would miss out? Uh, I don't have my money on the Raiders. Um, I think, you know, Denver has an interesting philosophy. They've been a really strong defense and then they bring in a star quarterback. However, you know, uh, Russell Wilson, while he is a star quarterback, uh, you know, um, he's had an interesting tenure since the end of the Legion of Boom in the league. But I feel like, are we sure Devontae Adams is that guy, right? Because even when he was out of the lineup, Aaron Rodgers was still diming and throwing that ball over the field. And Aaron Rodgers is the one player, a one player uh, in the NFL who shows you, it doesn't matter who's on the field with him. As long as he's at center, they're going to be in, in most games. Uh, so are we sure Devontae Adams is that guy, particularly as he deals with a less capable quarterback? It's a similar conversation we're having uh, with Tyree Kill. But same thing with Devontae Adams. Uh, are we sure that Derek Carr is capable of uh, wheeling and dealing that ball consistently and him putting up star numbers. And that's why I'm not convinced of. So I think if anyone's going to miss, it will be the Raiders. All valuable points, valuable points. And I do agree, but you're missing the number one factor. And I'm going to say the Las Vegas, Las Vegas Raiders for one simple reason. New coaching staff, new philosophy. <laughs> like the point is, if they have kept the coach who who um who took over our interim coach who took over for Chucky, I would have said, you know what, I would have said probably Denver, because Wilson is a new quarterback, new system, but the Los Angeles Raiders have to introduce a whole new philosophy, most likely. <laughs> so. They have to, uh, you know, the wide receiver, quarterback, yes, great, but they have to learn the plays. They have to learn. It's a whole new regiment. And Carr, this is probably his, I believe, his fifth fifth um, coach in his tenure at, <laughs> with the, uh, the Raiders. So because of that, I think that team most likely 
um, will miss the playoff because it's a brand new system once again. Um, Carl has to. We don't know if the, the coach is going to keep the philosophy from last year, which seems to be working. He might bring his own uh, language of how the plays a call, a new play, uh, call, a play call, offensive quarter. So it's a whole new uh, process, a whole new thing of in, introducing a new process, a way of thinking. And I think that might actually warp Carr's brain because he's back to, okay, we're doing this again. So I'm going to side with the Raiders. We'll most likely miss if I had to pick. So I'm going to be on an island. And you're going to think I'm crazy. But, you know, it's just not the Chiefs. Well, nah, it's not the Chiefs. I'm going to say the Chargers. And it's 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 nothing, it's nothing to have to do with scheme or anything like that. It's more that I just think this division is just gonna be so close. Right. And Justin Herbert is just the only person who hasn't exactly, I don't want to say he hasn't proven anything, but he's been the only person who hasn't been to the playoffs yet. And that's literally, that's literally the only reason. Like, I think just, just off the wall, I'm just thinking this division is just going to be close. Like everybody might end up splitting with each other and it's just going to come down to that one final game in your division. And for some reason, I just feel like that might just be the game that the Chargers lose because they have a history of losing those type of games. They be in it and then they lose it. Now, could it be different? Could it be another team? Sure. But I still feel like it's going to be that close to where if a team misses out, no one should really be swept in this division. No one should be swept. You're crazy. Hey, the Raiders man. ten and seven. The Chargers nine and eight. The Chargers relatively coming back as the same team. Justin Herbert year three, I believe, as a starter. More in his belt, more experience. Raiders brand new coaching staff, new new system. And they are they made it about it was a game apart from last year. And that's and so, look, but you're but that's that's still that's still what I'm saying though. Like even even with the new system, like we talked about it a few weeks ago. When you play with a wide receiver in college, especially like when you you got to think about how much time, like how many hours you actually spent with a person over a period of time. If they're college mm-hmm. teammates, look. You don't think they're working out now? And then oh, so they they bringing out their old college teammate plays. Uh, is the coach from no, their college just, years? It's just it's just is the lineman of... and the defeats. It, it's just going to be them two no, playing but, defense. But oh. but, <laughs> but still, but still, you have you have other player you have other players that are still good, and that's and that's the thing that I'm trying to say. Like yes. Scheme you matters. You got the one... Raiders fell apart, and they just picked up steam late in the season last year, right? And and guess what? They got in, did they not? 
by the uh, on the last week <laughs> but the, no, of the playoffs. It, it don't matter. It don't matter how you get in. You get it. <laughs> get it's just, it's just <laughs> like it's just like how the Hornets beat Brooklyn yesterday. Hey, oh, you got to was... get them. You got to get them how you get them. But we move. You get them how uh, you get them. The Knicks beat them first, but. <laughs> But I understand what you're saying, but it to me it doesn't bear it doesn't bear fruit for the simple fact that the Raiders, like I said, yes, they played in college almost 10 years ago, 10, 12 years ago. The bones was nice and young. They could take a licking and keep going. And they could play, you know, Andy Reid style, just throw it up there and catch it. But this is a different era. Nah, man. So nah, I'm about will to, see. I'm about to debunk that. You want to know why? Because uh, Joe Burrows and, no, 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 no. and Jamal I'll, Chase. I'll, I'll even give up. you something. I'll even give you something better. Go ahead. How many and, different terrible quarterbacks did DeAndre Hopkins play with before he got Deshaun Watson? Years, but that's a different okay, level. Okay, okay, exactly. And the coaching was actually decent then. Despite the coaching was that's actually nice. decent. Before, before but they didn't, look, did, man. They, did they, they make the playoff? Yes, they were making they were making the playoffs with uh what's that dude? He used to play he used to play at North Carolina. Uh I can't remember his name, but I but yeah. He he's played when you have like a wide receiver like Devontae Adams, like honestly to me, Devontae Adams is like the best wide receiver in football. And it, it has nothing to do with Aaron Rodgers is throwing him the ball. Like you ask any of these these other wide receivers, who's who's your top five? Devontae Adams is always in that conversation because he just knows how to get open. He's considered one of the best route runners in football. Guess what? That means he get open. So if you got a wide receiver who's gonna who can beat any type of coverage and can get open. What is there? What is there really to concern about? Like I mentioned, this it's not about Alex. just throughout the course of the game. It's when it's when you need those plays. When you Sounds need those great. plays, it's not about dude. Like we we Sounds see. beautiful, but Allen, how many phases of football they are? They can score all the touchdowns they want. If the defense doesn't stop the other team. If the special team doesn't have great position, they could throw it. They could throw them and 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 and, and um Andre. I mean. Adams, what's in Adams, right? Yeah. Could have a thousand yards, but three touchdowns. It means nothing. They still have to have the other phase of football. So great combination, but the defense has to play. The, the special teams have to play. And do you truly believe with a whole new coaching staff, whole new philosophy that Carr and Adams could save the franchise and play both defense and offense and special teams. It's not well, going to happen. Well, they it's not going to happen. But they haven't really lost anybody on defense, so they're fine. But we got to transition because <laughs> we, we, we've been on this too long. Um, going to our last topic, um, there's a lot of free agents that are still available that are kind of surprising. Um, and we're just going to briefly talk about um, – Who's the most surprising? So with Phil Yates, he said Bobby Wagner, Stephon Gilmore, OBJ, Honey Badger, Julio Jones, Jadavion Clowney, Calais Campbell, JC Twitter, Jarvis Landry, Melvin Gordon, and Dwayne Brown. I ain't even going to cap. There's only like 
I don't know, like two names on this list that I don't know. <laughs> so who's more surprising that they're not picked up? Oh, Alan, just wanted to tell you, it was 2011, 2012, 2011, where the quarterback was TJ Yates and they made the playoff. Yeah, that, well, was, that was his name, TJ. Attention. That was TJ yeah, Yates. Yeah, TJ. But yeah, see, they always it. had a their quarterback always got hurt, and they always had another. They always had another quarterback that always filled in when they was in the playoffs. They'll win right. one game and then they lose the next one. Correct. And but Jay, Jay Watts was the defensive player of the year, and 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 that helped defense. But I apologize. So who do I think out out that list needs to be picked up as soon as possible? I'm going to say Bobby Wagner. Why Bobby Wagner? His stats, um, his stats says it all. Last year, based upon his stats, last year for tackles, and um, he was third with combo tackles 170 and assist, uh, assisted tackles 78 and solo 77. Sacks was one, but still that made him third. And offense, I don't get fooled. You have a great offense, but you, <laughs> you still need a good defense. And I think his what he brings to the to the table will help any team. So that shocks me. And the second person um, that kind of shocked me, I would have said, you know, I'm actually thinking, why OBJ is a Super Bowl champion? And I think he'll be ready by the time the season comes in. But I, I know his injury concern, but still, he could still help a team. I'm shocked that. Um, Tampa Bay didn't call him. I'm shocked that um, even um, Tennessee or the Colts didn't call him. Um, if I OB, um, if I was OBJ, stay away from sorry, the Patriots. Don't go to the Patriots. <laughs> stay away from the Patriots. You're not winning the Super Bowl. Belichick is not winning another Super Bowl right now. Just find to try to stay on the same team you're on, rehab, or Pick up, go to a team on the MSC East. We just was the East or West? We were talking about the West, right? Yeah, the West. Pick one of them. But number one, Bobby Wagner. He's only thirty-one years old. Led the. He was third in tackles, assistant tackles last year. And you need you need defense to win Super Bowls. You need a defense, at least a, a good defense. So, so the person I'm shocked by is really Jarvis Landry. Um, because, you know, he's consistently has good football season, no matter who the quarterback is. And he did it with, um, you know, great white, great white height. And um, what's the man's name? Quarterback. Baker. Uh, Baker Mayfield. So, you forgot about him already? You, you, you see the, uh, the State Farm commercials? <laughs> <laughs> so I think Jarvis Landry, um, I understand Odell Beckham, you know, torn ACL. Even if he's back, you know, this first year is going to take a while to get back in the shape. Uh, Stephen Gilmore had a down year after dealing with injuries. Um, Bobby Wagner definitely um, is a strong name as well. But I think Jarvis Landry, star wide receiver, consistent, highly productive, you know, good locker room guy. Anything you put him on, I think would be a, a welcome addition. He may not make you a superstar, but he's steady, he's consistent, and and he he delivers. So I'm surprised that that um, Jarvis Landry still doesn't have a team. I need a recant a statement from earlier because I forgot something. Mm, Philip was right. Go ahead. Nah, the Denver Broncos. 
they're going to be the ones that are out. I just because forgot. of Wilson. No, 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 no. It's not because of Wilson. I for, there's one thing that I forgot. I forgot that they that the Chargers also got J.C. Jackson. So they're mm-hmm. like they're like stacked. <laughs> I was like, hold on, wait a minute. I feel like I just missed something. So let me recap. Kent, Kent so Phil was right. <laughs> well, just say I, I Phil did, was right. Hold on, wait a minute. What were you right about? I stated that the Chargers, that's who you said, right? Is over to go overtake. Is um the Chargers will make it in. And um that you stated what was you stated that the, the Raiders. I totally blank out. OH kicked in. The Raiders, the Raiders, you basically made a you basically said the Chargers is gonna be not gonna make the playoff, right? That's what you said. Yeah, initially, and then and then, uh, and then I forgot that other pickup. That other pickup, that other pickup, kind of makes a difference. Okay, <laughs> I f- I forgot about J.C. Jackson. I was like, hold on, didn't they pick him up? I had to look it up real quick. But yeah, um, yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the Broncos. But regardless, the they're gonna beat up on each other in that division. So, but back to the question at hand. Um, yeah, I don't know why Jarvis Landry isn't picked up. Um. He's a guy that's, I think this is like the first time that he was actually like legitimately injured in his career. So one thing that you're always going to get is a doable player. Also, you're going to get a guy with big hands and reliable and can run the intermediate routes. Um, I mean, and also he went to LSU. So (laughs) like, what else is there to say? But um, even just behind him, like I would say Bobby Wagner is next and then probably Honey Badger. Like, I'm not I'm not sure why. Like there's always yeah, been, I agree with you. Like those 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 three are the 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 ones that like pop out at my eye. And I'm like, I keep hearing rumors, oh, the Steelers, we're just waiting to hear that they get Honey Badger. And I'm like, mm, I like them, but I don't know if that's gonna happen. But but yeah, I definitely those two um or those three are ones that should be immediately picked up because they're always good ready and they're like the ultimate professionals um but yeah well obj i mean you know he got the injury and then with julio he can never stay healthy so (laughs) you about to just he might end up getting a vet minimum hate to say it but that would you say Alan, would you say the defenders on the list, aside from uh, Landry's, because I had him on a fantasy team and he fooled me, so I'm still mad at him. Uh, but it was Baker's fault; he didn't get him the ball, uh, except that one time. But the defenders, it seems like the defenders, um, defensive players, are the shockers, because each one of those defenders, um, defensive players, can contribute to a Super Bowl contender team. Yeah. And that's what I'm thinking. Each one of them, you know. So I think <laughs> I won't be shocked if the Rams collect them all. <laughs> you know how they go. We don't care about draft picks. <laughs> we yeah, signed them talk, all. Real talk. If, if the Rams really want to be a problem, they might want to add uh, Gilmore. Having yep, Gilmore, Gilmore, having Gilmore and Ramsey and Wagner, because they lost Velma. Yeah, they lost Von Miller. So I'm like, if you get uh-huh. well, well, really, Von was more of a, like a pass rusher anyway. Right. But 
but yeah, like if they had like a Stephon Gilmore and a Jalen Ramsey, like mm-hmm. on both sides, mm. uh, that's that's kind of scary. Yeah, you so, heard it. You heard that here first. <laughs> I mean, if it happens. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I guess Russell was kind of right for leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Guys, please, guys, Wagner, Stefan, Honey Badger, don't go to the Giants. Go win a Super Bowl. <laughs> go to a contender, please. And don't even think about Philadelphia. They have nothing to offer <laughs> except draft picks. <laughs> Okay, Phil, you can laugh through those tears. It's okay. We understand. Laugh through the tears. Go ahead. Go ahead. You sure those We got are- three draft picks and we could get anyone. Yeah. <laughs> Russell, no, Russell. Well, um, Watson said, nah, son, I ain't taking no meeting with y'all. <laughs> I was about to say, Evan, are you gonna tell Phil not the not the Will Smith tears? Oop, too soon? Too soon? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was. It was gonna find its way. I was just gonna. I was just letting it ride. It was gonna find its way. It was gonna find its way. Yo, that dude was wrong. He was wrong. He picked on the weekend and he was wrong. But Chris Man, Rock, look, I feel like nobody was wrong. I feel like nobody <laughs> is wrong. You want to know why? Because comedians why? are habitual line steppers, like Charlie Murphy said. Right? <laughs> Rick James was tripping. And he said what he said. Now, I mean, hey, look, he, Chris Rock, he told that line. Will Smith, although he was laughing, uh, everyone saying, "Oh, it was a fake laugh." I'm like, eh. I no, said, that was I, a I, laugh. I, I don't, I don't. I said I ain't never seen no fake laugh like that. But then, but then the smack. Hey, man, it's just a preview of just Philly and uh, a Brooklyn getting ready to go at it sometime in the playoffs. That's all I look at it as. And Brooklyn will avenge that. And Jada is the Philly fans because she don't find nothing funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, that concludes another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes podcast. Make sure you check us out on the platforms that we post on. We out. The Knicks are about to lose another one. I hate Philly. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes. Please remember to follow us, like, share. We are on Facebook and Instagram. Our Facebook handle is at a lady and that is the and sign, some dudes. Our handle on Instagram is a lady and some dudes. Everything is spelled out. So that's a lady, A and D, some dudes. Until next time.